0: In today's show, we're looking ahead to the action for Saturday in the NBA, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lordner and I'm the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. This episode is also brought to you by McDonald's. They have been serving the community. Proudly, since 1965, McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty and affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. We thank Maccas for sponsoring this show and for always being there. I'm loving it. Thank you to you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Before we do quickly get into talking about what t- t- tomorrow's games, Saturday's games, whatever day you will listen to this, Colin Sexton out for the season. Yep, there you go. Uh, hopefully, you already dropped him. If not, drop him. Of course, Ricky Rubio is a must-roster player. Okoro is just a deep league guy. Uh, Osman, maybe a short-term, uh, well, not even short-term, maybe like a 14-team, 12-team streamer. It just means um, that Garland's value goes up, marketing's value goes up, Allen's value goes up, Rubio's value goes up. I wouldn't say there's going to be an absolute must-roster guy, though. Osman's going to become the, the closest, maybe love But even then, it's probably just more streaming sort of stuff. We also had an injury to Isaiah Stewart today. He was immediately ruled out. And they said he was questionable to return. So if you do want to take a flyer on someone, it's going to have to be Luca Garza. I don't know who else is going to play center. Trey Lyles is shocking at it. He's shocking at basketball, but he's also shocking at playing center. They're the options. They don't really have much. They're going to play Jeremy Grant at center. Maybe you'd look at Garza. But I don't know the severity of the Isaiah Stewart injury at this point. So... Let's look ahead to the games for Saturday. The Rockets and the Knicks. I want to see Daniel Tice, but more importantly, what the situation is with Tice and Shen Goon and Christian Wood and KJ Martin and how all that is run through your mate, Steve Silas. Like, what is he going to do after the... um, The issues after the last game where he started Daniel House for one half and David Nwaba for another half, and both of them sucked. Like, what happens to Tice? What happens to Shengun? And then Jalen Green showed a little bit against the Thunder, but he's been bad in most games. We're still giving him a little bit of extra leash here in terms of um, waiting and see if he figures it out by the end of this month. So let's see what he does. Well, for the uh, New York Knickerbockers, to say they've been bad lately is a bit of an understatement. Julius Randle, the double royal, is really struggling. Can he get his efficiency back, his usage back, his assists back? Can the starters do anything? Is Randall a one-hit wonder from last year? These are all questions that need to be answered. While I also want to watch Emmanuel quickly. What do his minutes look like? He's been outperforming Fournier and Kemba and probably Derek Rose as well. He's been playing really well. Will Thibodeau have the balls to uh, throw him into more minutes? Probably not, but he needs to. So let's see how they run that one over there for the New York Knicks. For the Pelicans and the Pacers, I do want to see what happens with Josh the Hitman Hart because he's playing at a really high level. I'm skeptical of that being able to maintain as we move forward, even before Zion returns. I think he is a 12-team league guy, but is he going to keep playing 38 minutes a night? That 11-assist game he had boosts his numbers. Like, where is he going to sit? And then also Herbalife Jones, who was playing really well, and then they've somehow reduced him down to like 24 minutes. Um, I want to watch him to see if there's any hope of him forcing into a larger role. I don't think there is, but I just want to see how that looks. Well, for the Pacers, um, yeah guess I was right to be concerned about how things would look for them this season. I didn't think it'd be this bad, but it's bad. It's real bad. That was shocking on Friday. So let's see. Can Sabonis get some shots? Can he do anything? Can he get anywhere close to approaching what he did last season? My guess is no at this stage. And then Chris Duarte, he is really, really, really a drop guy at this point. Like he's not doing anything. Um, it's trending down. I think he's a drop, but can these guys do something to be positive? I don't know. The heat. And the Wizards, we saw um, without Tyler Hero, and they're going to be without Tyler Hero again. Gabe Vincent went bananas last game. Can he do it again? Odds would say no. But I'd like to see if he is used once again in that hero role or can Strews push into that role. And then PJ Tucker with Markeith Morris out. His minutes have been up. He's been rebounding well. He's becoming at least at least like a 14-team streamer, maybe even a 12-team streamer. For the Wizards, Spencer Dinwiddie will return. His games with Beal have not been very good. His games without Beal have been pretty good. Can he find his niche with his assists and his usage and do some of those peripheral things when Beal is playing? I don't know. Well, Montrez Harrell played big minutes last game with Gafford out. Didn't really do much. And then prior to that was playing 24 minutes a night. Is that trending towards a buy low? Is this who he is now? I don't know. I want to see how the minutes look for him. The Thunder and the Celtics. A couple of hyphens. I want to watch Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Joe Rogan should start again at center. Um, is it 22 minutes? Is it 27 minutes? Can we see the numbers pushing up slightly? I think he's at least a 16-team league guy, probably a 14-team league guy with potential to become a 12-team league guy down this track. Well, Shea Gildas alexander has been good, but his efficiency is nowhere near where it's been uh, last season. It's way off. Why is that? Is it shots? Is it just like everyone else? They're just not going in? Is it the shot selection? Like, why is his efficiency so down this year? While for the Celtics, I want to see Marcus Smart, who I think's been playing pretty well, we don't know whether Jalen Brown will return or Rob Williams will return in this game. They didn't play on Friday. Whether they can um, uh, whether they can come in uh, and how that impacts Smart and how it impacts Grant Williams, who, yeah, in general, when he starts, can put up okay numbers. So let's watch how those two look, dependent on the status of Rob and uh, Jalen. Let's look at the Hornets and the Hawks. The Hornets, um, man, they're so fun to watch. They're so fun to watch. So much good stuff goes down there. Terry Rozier. What's he able to do? Can he... I don't think he's ever going to go back to approaching what he did last season, but yeah, his role mixed in with uh, Haywood and Oubre, is it just going to be constant fluctuations between those guys? And then as for Haywood, he'd been bad. Friday, he was really good. Do we see him be good again? Or is it just going to be one of these situations where it's really, really up and down stuff from Gordon Haywood? Well, for the Atlanta Hawks... Kevin Hurd, a fan of pants. I think he's a 12-team league ad. He should start once again with DeAndre Hunter out, and he can be rostered. Let's see what he can do, especially with Bogdanovich healthy. And then Trey Young, who uh, earlier today in the ranking show, he's fourth in category leagues over the last two weeks. The shooting numbers are through the roof. Can he maintain a good level of shooting? Or are we about to see a prolonged cold stretch as those numbers uh, potentially drop off? That would be a worry. Guys, I want to tell you though about prize picks. It is daily fantasy made easy. You always want things to be made easy, don't you? This is how daily fantasy is supposed to be. The picks, they move so effortlessly. The props up in here are going ham. Damn, damn, damn. I don't know why I did that. I prob- Maybe I'm going to cut that out. I don't know. Anyway, as for prize picks, they offer any prop that you can think of from points to assists to blocks to steals. Whatever you want, Picks have it. So get two to five players, combine them into one entry. You can win up to 10 times your entry. It's just you versus the over-under projection. So download the app or go to their website. Entries are easy in 60 seconds or less. And if you use the promo code NBA on your first deposit, you get 100% match up to 100 bucks. So don't hesitate. Check out PrizePicks.com. Use the promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Picks is daily fantasy made easy. All right, let's go on to the Magic and the Bucks. We know that Cole Anthony has been really, really putting up good numbers this year. Just digging into how he's commanding this team, I think that's important to see. I don't know what the hell will happen when these other guys come back. At this point, I don't care. I'm just writing out what Cole's doing. And then also on, uh, on Franz Wagner. Now, there is something that does happen. There's probably two camps of fantasy people, right? There's the ones who are constantly worried about what's going to happen in the future. Oh, but what about when Isaac returns? Or what about when Isaac returns? And then there's the other camp, which tends to be, well, this guy's playing so well, Isaac will have no impact on him. When in reality, what happens is generally probably somewhere in the middle. And with what he is doing, he's been really good, but not top 100 good. So losing 5% of that from Wagner probably does impact him enough where he might become droppable, but that could change. Depending on how he's able to establish himself, the usage and his peripheral stats, I want to see how he looks. He looks great. Tumor's not taking the minutes. We don't worry about that. But can he sustain enough to be that good where he has to demand the same usage and minutes even when Johnny Isaac is back in action? For the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves, Dylan Brooksy-Rooks is out. So... Why, what are we going to do there? Are we are we going back to a one-game D'Anthony Melton stream in this situation with Brooks out? Well, Brooks is doubtful with a hamstring. This blue bloke comes back for one game, sits out a game, plays three and is out again. That's not ideal. Um, so are we streaming Melton in? Are we looking at Bain once more? And then Brandon Clark, who has taken over the role, it appears, from the cashier Xavier Tillman. He has big games. He has nothing games. Is this one of those games where you can stream him in? Well, for the Wolves... We look again at those forwards, Jaden McDaniels. We look at uh, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, Naz Reed, who's able to maintain the value. Vanderbilt probably is the better fantasy player, and he's playing pretty good minutes. But the last couple have bumped up because Reed hasn't been available, and that has helped Vanderbilt by playing at centre. Well, D'Angelo Russell, the shooting's been horrible, but he is putting up really good numbers. Um, And he is really, the usage is sky high. I'd like that to drop off a little bit because I want. Towns to get some of those minutes or some of that usage, but he's been great. The Jazz and the Kings. Rudy really Gay. First game was amazing. Guarantee he won't do that again, but let's see what his use is in the second unit. The minutes, the usage, and what that means for Joe Ingles and for Jordan Clarkson. J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. Even for someone like Boyan Bogdanovich, who was pretty much missing in action last time. So how Gay impacts everyone, will be keen to see also what it means for Clarkson. Now, Clarkson... He's obviously just a punt field goal sort of guy with some bulk points. But if he loses the bulk points with Gay around, then the value is not really there. Well, for the Kings, another start probably for Chemezi Metu, who stunk last time out. Let's see if we can get some big minutes and a good game from Metu. I still think he's a hold. Well, they have been, probably erroneously, playing Marvin Bagley in the rotation. I don't know why. He's useless. He's not an NBA starter or even an NBA rotation player. I'd love to be proven wrong. I want everyone to be good. But unfortunately, he's not. So let's just watch to see what he can provide. Well, for the Philadelphia 76ers in the next game against the Portland Trailblazers. Tyrese Maxey, big minutes, big usage, elite efficiency. At some point, he's going to come out and shoot like 18%. Is this the game? The Salho window is absolutely still open. I don't know if it will be open after this game, but he's killing it at the moment. Whether that can continue or not, I don't know. There's no Joel Embiid, so Andre Drummond will probably start. But I want to watch old Goldfinger over here. Charlie, Charlie Bassey. Does anyone... Is anyone old enough to know what I'm talking about when I call him in Goldfinger? Anyway, Goldfinger. Um, can he play that elite game that he did last time out against the Nuggets? He was awesome. He was better than Drummond. Will Doc Rivers go back to him as at least the backup? I'm very intrigued to see what his role is in this game. While for the Blazers, well, it's all about Larry Nance, isn't it? He did play you know, pretty well last game. He still only got 24 minutes. And he's shooting like 67% from the field on two-pointers this year. So numbers are going to come down. And look, his overall statistical profile's bad this season. Apart from that one game where people go, oh, here we go. Oh, Larry Nance, it's all coming. I think he's an ad, but I'm not convinced. Maybe this is like the one-game Chris Boucher thing. How the Nance, Covington, Little, Nurkic minutes all work out is going to be really, really curious in this matchup. In terms of back-to-back streams it's only really the knicks that play the two games actually actually it is only the knicks that play the two games so we're looking at quickly burks and Toppen, where you can add them for both saturday and sunday for nine cat streams for um on saturday we've got pat beverly jared vanderbilt kevin Herder, Cantavis caldwell pope nasia little Danilo gallinari and eric gordon and for deeper formats you got gallinari eric gordon quickly brandon clark herb jones and alec burks and then in Points Leagues, we're looking at Beverly, Baisley, Vanderbilt, Nance, Metu, Herder, and Connerton. Guys, Thanksgiving is coming up. And you know what that means? It means delicious food. It means awesome family. It means maybe not so awesome family. And it means desserts, which unfortunately are delicious, but high calorie and high in sugar. So why don't you get a new Thanksgiving tradition cracking at your family? And that is Built Bar for dessert. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. It's covered in 100% real chocolate, low carbs, low fat, low sugar, but high in protein. You are going to be an absolute hero when you bust out the shiny wrappers of a Built Bar, pass them around your family, give them to everyone. Hey, who wants a Built Bar? And you're going to have kids knocking on your door. I heard you've got Built Bars. Little Bobby, go back to your cheesies. We're talking Built Bars here. So, Get yourself a box of Built Bar. Check out all the amazing flavors, including the new ones, at Built.com by using our promo code LOCK15. Someone said to me, Hey, I just ordered a box of Built Bars and I was stupid. I didn't use the promo code LOCK15. And yes, you were. You could have saved 15%. So go to Built.com, use that promo code LOCK15 and get yourself a box of delicious Built Bars. Guys, that will do it for me today on today's What to Watch For. Don't forget, check out all the game recaps over at BasketballMonster.com. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.